Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurvan Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Hatshala. We're now in Masachat Deruvin Daf Lamed Bet Amud Bet. About to take a look at the first part of the third Mishnah of this, the third parak, talking about different places to put the eruv or be valid or invalid. This is eruv tumin. Then If you put it in a tree, l'malam yasvat fachim. If it's over ten fachim high, any eruv eruv invalid. L'matam yasvat fachim. Lower than that, eruv eruv. Then it's valid. If you put it into a pit, even if it's very, very deep, is valid. have to see why the distinction. We'll only get to the bore in the next podcast. Nachman was sitting with these three students of Rav. They were saying, Where's this tree in our Mishnah? If it's in our Mishnah, so, mala, 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 mata. How, why would I care how high up the Eruv is? Rishutayachid goes up to heaven, which means you and the Eruv are in the same, in, in the same place. It must be that it's in Rishutayachid. So, where were you intending to make your residence? If you intended to have your residence up, then you're in one place with the Eruv. It must be that you intended to have your Eruv on the ground, and it was above. Your shvita on the ground, the air was above. <coughs> so then, how could it be valid even below ten tefachim? You are accessing the tree. So the olam must be that way. It follows Rebbe. We've seen this before. We'll see it a lot more now. Keep in mind. But the Eruv only has to be around and accessible during Benash Fashot twilight. Rebbe's position is, and we're going to see later uh, what, what the original discussion is, that anything that is a Shvut is not prohibited during Benash Mashot. Using a tree is a Shvut. Rachman turned to these students and said, Yashar, you said correctly, Vechenamar Shmuel. Shmuel said the same thing. They said, you've solved it. So you're not me, what's the question? That's their solution too. Hachiyamur, that is what they really asked him. Kavitule bigmara, did you make that interpretation of the tree part of your fixed learning? So whenever you learn the Mishnah, that's how you interpreted it? in, yes. In manamur, nachmanur shmuel, achabilan, omed bishutar, bimaskinan. Indeed, Shmuel said that. Nachmanur quoted him. We're talking about a tree in Rashutar Abim. Kavoa sarav rachavarba. Ten high, four wide. Kaven lishpot lamata. And your intent was to make the, the, your shvita underneath the tree. For Rebbe, the Bar Kol Tovim Shmuel Shvut goes well. Venish Pashot and follows Rebbe. Good. I'm a Rav. Lo Shanu El Bilan Hamed Chutz LeIbura Shalir. He adds another limitation. He says this is only in a tree that is outside of the extent of the city. Aval Bilan Hamed Betochi Bura Shalir. If you put your eruv in a tree which was within the limits of the city, and we'll see Bura Shalir in later Prakim. At seventy amot or so outside of the city, I feel the Malam Yasrav Ezayu. We could even be higher up. Why? We figure the town as if it's full, which means you have access to that which is above. So, even if it's outside of the city limits, it should be valid. When you put an Eruv down, you have four Amot access. So, it's as if you have your own Rishut Yachid around the Eruv. And that goes up to heaven. So he says, our case is a very strange case. It's a tree that's crooked. So the brand, the trunk goes up and then it branches horizontally and, uh, and it goes outside of the four moat from where you're settling. 
Kavelish Popi Karon, you intended to make your residence at its tree, meaning <coughs> your fictive resident that's going to allow you to walk at the base of the tree, at the root. And the branch branches more than four moat away. My Lamala, my Lamata. So why does the Mishta talk about Lamala and Lamata if it's horizontal? The answer is the Hadazaki, that later on it hooks up. But then you could bring it down on the branch. The answer is We're talking about a branch that a lot of people walk over. Ula's position is, let's say you have a pillar that's nine high in Rashut HaRabim, and people walk over it and use it and put stuff on it. It's a Rashut HaRabim, and if you throw something on it, you're Chayab. So, same thing here. Now, my Rebbe, my Rabbanan, we talk about Rebbe and Benesh Pashot, where's that coming from? The Tanya and Tanobi Ilan, the Malam Yasuat Fachim Ervoi Ruf, the Matam Yasuat Fachim Ervoi Ruf, exactly like our Mishnah. If you Lo, but you're not allowed to move there to take the Eruv, even though it's a valid Eruv. You can't eat it. But talk Shloshav, it's within three of the ground, then you could take it. <coughs> we'll find out this is all Rebbe. Let's say you put it in a basket, you hung the basket from the tree. Even if it's above ten, it's a valid Eruv. This is all Rebbe. Blanket statement. If you cannot move that Eruv, it's an invalid Eruv. Now, hey, what are they commenting on? If they're commenting on the basket, do they think that you're not allowed to move a basket that's on a tree? That's called Sladin. We have that in Masachat Shabbat with the side of the horse, the side of the animal, the side of the tree, it's Mutar. They must be commenting on the Resha, putting it in the tree itself. Now, where's this tree? If it's not four wide, and you could bring something up and down from anywhere. If it is four wide, how does it help to put it on a basket? After all, it's must be that the first case with its putting on the tree is where the tree is not is four wide. And the second case with the basket is where it is not four wide. And the kalkala the width of the kalkala of the basket completes the shear of four. And Rebbe Rebbe takes two independent issues. <coughs> rules like Rameir about one, Rabbi Yehuda about the other. So like Rameir, we've seen Rameir many times, including already in the first parak. Rameir says, we imagine an area, if it's big enough, that it's opened up, even though it's solid, opened up, if that makes enough of an area. So therefore, since the basket together makes Arba'at Fachim, we imagine this to be Arba'at Fachim. And he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, who says you need to have an Eruv that's on top of a place that's four, and that you don't have because you need the basket to get the four. Now, my Rabbi Yehuda, let's see where Rabbi Yehuda comes from. Let's say you stuck a board in Rishut Arbim, and you put Eruv on top of it. It's ten high and four wide. Eruv, it's valid. If not, not. So Adraba, the opposite. In that case, if it's smaller, then you're in the same area as the Eruv. What he said was this: If it's ten high, then the, on top there has to be four wide. It could be thin on the bottom. It could be like a like a T. If it's not ten high, you don't need it to be four wide on top. So 
not being ten high is better. Come on, who does this follow? It seems to go against Rabbi Yosef Yehuda's famous case about the Traskal. If you stuck a stick into Shudabim, you put like a feed basket on top. <coughs> so you, the stick is very narrow, but on top you got four by four. So could agree here. Why There you've got the sides of the Traskal coming down and making it as if it's four by four all the way. Here you don't have that, you just have a board. Yirmiyamari has a different take. With the basket, things are a little different. That's why Rebbe distinguishes between the basket and putting it in the tree. Because in the basket, you could tip the basket and bring the food within ten. So Yadav Papa Kamar Lashmata. Papa repeated this interpret this explanation of Rebbe Yirmiyam. He challenged him. Now this is a question of the following. If you want to make an Eruv uh, for uh, for two days in a row, Yom Tov is Friday. So how do you make that Eruv? In the same location. You don't know if you put it out there Thursday night, if it's going to be there Friday night. So therefore, you take it out Thursday night, you sit there and wait for it to get dark. Then you can carry it back home, because carrying on Yom Tov is not a problem. On Friday, Friday, you go out there, and you leave it out there, and after dark, you eat it up. Now, my, why do you have to do all that according to you? Since if you wanted to, you could go out there and get it, so you could say that even if you didn't get it, it's good enough. So, come on, damn to you, dummy. So, we made this rule because of the opposite situation where Yom Tov is on Sunday. And you put your Eruv out on Friday, and of course there you can't take it back. And so therefore we made this rule that when Yom Tov is on, on Friday, that you take it and you bring it back, and then you come on back with it Friday night, Friday afternoon. Eitave, watch this challenge. Let's say you wanted to have your Shvita be in Rabim. And you put your Eruv in a wall, in a hole in a wall. It's above ten, it's no good. Just like our, our tree. <coughs> Let's say you intended to make your shvita. Obviously, not going to be there, but on top of a perch, like a bird perch, or on top of a of a cage or something. It's above ten. It's good. Then it's the opposite. It's got to be above. Why do we say that? After all, even if you're below, if the air is up there, you could bring it down. And he says, we're talking about a cage which is studded, and therefore you can't tip it. You don't have to go that far. We're talking about a very long cage or closet. If you tip it, it's going to go outside of our bamot. If you have some tools to get the stuff with, so get the roof through that. The answer is the lately kavtobatni. You don't have those tools, and therefore the only way to get it would be tipping it, and then either it's studded or else you'd go outside of foremot. Okay, we'll pick it up in the next podcast with our analysis of the case of the boar, and then on to the next uh, parts of Mishnah Gimel. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.